Yes, good morning all. It is Monday. It's February 5. The Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, wherever and however you're listening. Good morning. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. And, uh, well, we just saw the end of the Liverpool-Arsenal game. Big game in the Premier League this morning, of which Arsenal won 3-1. And plenty of results to get through. Uh, throughout the morning, but uh, we saw the Aussies clinch that one-day series last night against the West Indies. Just too classy they were. And uh, in the end, the margin was 83 runs after on Friday. They won very comfortably by eight wickets. And it was Sean Abbott last night who Australia in a bit of trouble with the bat there. At one point, they found themselves, well, they were five for 91, six for 142, in the end, got to 258. And Sean Abbott coming in down the order at number eight, 69 off 63 deliveries. And then with the ball, uh, three for 40 off his 10 overs as well. A couple of catches you can throw in also. So he was player of the match there. And Pup, morning to you, mate. Just too classy for a West Indies side that have just struggled with a bat in particular. And yeah. at times, as uh, we've said probably all summer, struggle to play a bit of catch. Mm. Yeah. How are you, mate? Good morning, Mido, Loz, listeners. Uh, yeah, I, again, I think um, I think expectations might have grown after they won the or grew after they won the last Test match. But I think Australia have dominated the West Indies um, in these ODIs. You can see, I think maybe just a little bit of inexperience as well. You can see in the way they're batting and when they're getting out and how they're getting out. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Aussies have played well, so what well under those guys, what well under the, the the players that have made their debut or got their first opportunity as well. Uh, and then Sean Abbott was outstanding the other day. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think there's been any surprises to be honest, Mido. I don't. I'm trying to be as polite as I can about it, but I think Australia were, well, I think Australia were disappointing in that last test and West Indies deserve a lot of credit for winning that. But I think the expectation was Australia would win those test matches. And I think it's exactly the same in the one days and the T20s to come as well. The other thing on the cricket, um, have I got it wrong or is it always the way that the one days and the T20s are not on free to air? Yeah, I had a uh, someone ask me about this as well. Because that's a little now, disappointing, know, isn't it? It's interesting, isn't it, that they don't come under now the well the old anti siphon Yeah, I thought it had to, but well. maybe so. It's test matches have to be on yeah, free to yeah. in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit it's, home test again. Yeah. To anybody that's turning up to watch these one days and T twenties, they deserve. A lot of praise. If families are still willing to spend their money to to go and watch these games after the amount of cricket we've had, you got all the BBL um, test series and things like that. They deserve a lot of credit. So that's why I thought, surely, you know, you're asking a lot for people to still be forking out money to go and watch. But if Australian cricket wants support, <laughs> the easiest way is to put it on free to air. Mm. So that's a little. And, and and that that might have been that might be the case for the last ten years. I don't know. I could be getting this completely wrong, but yeah, just noticing and hearing from a few people, um, especially my old man, <laughs> that he's disappointed it wasn't on free to air. No, there's quite a few texts about it already as well. Loza, morning, mate. How's the weekend? Yeah, very quiet, boys. Uh, watched a bit of racing. Watched a bit of cricket. I'm ready for the footy season to start. Mm. Oh yeah, I, th- I think the cricket uh, has run its course. Mm. Um, the interest level for mine, 
Harsh but fair. I was, Harsh but fair. Oh, well, I was looking fair. forward to the one days after the test match, yeah. but it just sort of confirmed to me they're still a way off the West Indies. Yep. You know, occasionally they might be able to produce what they did, um, but they've got some good talent. Um, you know, Joseph the bowler, uh, Shamir Joseph, he missed the t- uh, the one day series, but uh, what's his name? Al Al Mas- Al Zari. Yeah, Al Zari Joseph. Um, he looks a, a really good player, um, but they just haven't got the depth. But Australia were too good. Sean Abbott, wow, what a performance from him. 69 with a bat, that was pretty pretty special. And then three for 40. Um, so young Fraser McGurk, I watched him early and I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. This is going to be mess great. around, did he? Yeah, uh, six and a four. But uh, then he uh, just edged one. Uh, to the keeper, but um, 10 or 5 balls, but he's he's someone that will excite you, won't he? He's going to give oh, mate, people very, to look. He's very talented, uh, and I think it's just going to be now a matter of time for him to just mould um, that aggressive approach that he has, just to balance out uh, maybe more so one-day cricket and, and test cricket. I think that approach in T20, no, you can't blame him at all. Um, but I think he was going to open the batting in one-day cricket um, and then when he gets his chance in, in the longer format as well, because he will, I think he's he's going to play all three formats. He's very talented. Um, he's got all the shots. It's just, you know what it is? It's shot selection, picking mm. the right time to play the right shot. But, yeah, I I also, I don't think you want to see someone like that change his natural game. It's just... Like I say, it's, it's the shot selection. It's been in one day game. If he, we, I remember this conversation was had with Adam Gilchrist a million times as well. If you can just give yourself two overs, so if you just actually didn't hit the ball for two overs, what that allows you to do is assess pitch, bowler, movement. Once you've got those three things lined up, then you make decisions around how you're going to play. Mm. But trying to do that without assessing those three, there's, it's not impossible. You see guys do it all the time on good flat wickets, but it makes things harder at the start of your innings. Yeah. If you've assessed those three, then you might say, okay, this might be a 250 wicket or not. This is a 350 wicket. And these players are so skillful. Byproduct of 2020. Of course. Uh, yeah. And it's his first game as yeah. well. Like I'd love that he walked out and had the courage to to play exactly how he's been playing in 2020 cricket. That's that's why he's been picked. So he doesn't – this kid does not need to change much at all. He is very, very talented. I love watching him play. And he hits the ball. He's not yeah. a big boy. It's crisp, he it? smacks it as hard <laughs> as anyone. Uh, spare a thought for the bloke in the crowd yesterday Ooh, who yeah. uh, well wore one in the face uh, off a, a Sean Abbott six. And oh, uh, I think it drew some claret, had a – Amazing-looking bandage. I saw a picture of after as well, but uh, I'm sure highly entertaining for his mates. He's okay. Couple of stitches. Uh, <laughs> it's all one straight in the in the cheek. It looks like not as easy as it looks. Mido, is it those high balls? That's it. Straight through the hands. <laughs> Look out. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> tell you what, it could have been nasty. It still was pretty nasty, but uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, he's copying an absolute ribbing today. <laughs> no one saw it. No, no, no one. Only slowed it all down. <laughs> 15, 15 times replayed on the big screen. Like it wasn't on free-to-air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he, exactly he's, right. he's happy it's not on free-to-air. <laughs> uh, so, well done. so the third one-dayer is in Canberra tomorrow, and then we've got three T20s, and then not too far away, 
to a trip to New Zealand. But uh, today as well, we'll be keeping an eye on this India-England test match and you predicted they'd probably fight back up and Very even good. with their players out India. Uh, I didn't have the... Uh, the Kahuna's to probably go in and back England, mm. and they're chasing three ninety nine, and they lost Duckett last night. They're one for sixty seven. A uh, Jasprit Bumrah, Poof, genius, is a, an amazing bowler pup. And yep. in the first dig for England, he got six for forty five. And this is on a spinner's pitch, by the way. But his ability to bowl with reverse swing, I watched a bit of his spell there the other day. Also had a quick look at his record overall. I mean, he is very good, as world class as it gets. His test average now, and he hasn't like he's only played thirty three test matches. He's averaging twenty point eight one, having already t- having taken one hundred and forty six <laughs> wickets in those thirty three test matches. Mm. But well, he's bowling that, a lot in India. That's yeah, in and the they have, they're already having a conversation. Is he is is he India's greatest ever fast bowler? Just they're, needs to probably play at yeah. least double that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Uh, but he's been magnificent all around the world. Very skillful. Uh, the other day, he got a, a number of those Eng- England batters out with just pace. Like, yes, there was some reverse swing, but I think he got Ollie Pope with an absolute beauty of a Yorker. He just did him for speed. Um, Nick Joe Rudolph, that one shaped away, reverse swing. Uh, but, he, yeah, he's he's action uh, and then the skill. Like, he's got one of the best slow balls in the game. The Yorker is spot on, on the money. Him and Mitchell Stark have probably got two of the best Yorkers, I reckon, in the game as well. And when you can bowl that 145Ks, um, right arm falls away, angles into a right-hander, creates something different. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they've they been very good. India, good fight back. And you'd imagine they will win the Test match today. But, um, yeah, England won't write themselves off. They'll think they can get them. The wicket's still pretty good. It's not spinning as much as the first test. I'll tell you what, Jimmy Anderson was bowling well. Yeah, yeah he bowled very yeah. well. Mate, yeah. Very he, skillful, Anderson. He could move yeah. the ball. He was swinging the ball. He was. He adapts. He bowls. Oh. He bowls. He's, he's one bowler. of the few bowlers that can vary his length based on the country you're playing in. So the length you bowl in India is too short in Australia. Mm. It's more back of a length, but because it doesn't bounce as much, you can't afford to pitch the ball up too much, certainly once it gets older, because it's money for jam. You can drive everything in India. In Australia, you've got to be even fuller than where you are in England. India's probably back of a length. England's probably, you know, that... uh, You can probably afford to just be bouncing it over the top of off stump. Australia, you come to Australia, you got, that feels like you've got to bowl hard volleys. Mm. But he's so skillful. He just knows, rightio, this is the country I'm going to. This is how I've got to practice. Well, he looked dangerous. Every he time I turned good. it on and he was bowling, he just looked like he had them mesmerised at times. Mm. Ball was just doing too much for him. Yeah. Boomer, though, looks like the kind of bowler pup that you'd never feel like you, as a batter you're ever really on top of. Yeah, like, for sure. And, and I think the other thing as well, in, in somewhere like... When you're batting, you, you, you sort of pick your bowler as well because some you feel comfortable or more comfortable to certain bowlers. But I think with someone like Bumrah in India, you think, okay, it's spinning. So it's so hard to score off the spinners. I'll try and score off the quick. You can't. Because like I say, he's so skillful. As soon as you – that lapse in concentration or that lack of discipline with shot selection, that's the one you nick. You just think, oh, man, I've just been facing spin. I can't get off strike. He's, if he pitches it up, I'm going to drive it. But, he's again, that reverse swing shapes away. Angle back in, you just get your front leg a bit too straight, LBW. He's, 
Yeah, mm. and he's not 120 k. He's no. 140 k's. But just with that short run up, weird interesting action, action as well to face. Yeah, just everything about it looks like it'd be a nightmare. Well, I tell you what, what it does. You face. think every ball because of how he lets the ball go, he's angled out of his hand. You feel like mm. every ball should come into mm. you, mm. but he has the skill to angle in, swing away. Very hard to face, especially at the start of your innings. Uh, now, just a text here about Pebble Beach, the pro-air. Morning, boys. Can you tell me what happened to the last round? I'm just seeing on our screens it's delayed. Apparently, the weather is horrendous over there in Northern California. And heading into the final round of that Pebble Beach pro-air, Wyndham Clark having shot a course record 12 under 60. Uh, the US Open champion has a one-shot lead. And Aussie Jason Day was outstanding in his third round as well. He shot a nine under 63 to be 13 under par. So he's four shots off the pace whenever uh, that tournament resumes. Uh, guess who's back today, pup? Nah. Your old mate. Who we got? Buzz. Buzz is oh, back but, yeah. for the uh, year with yeah, all his yeah. news and I notes. I expected Buzz to be back today. And Mondays. He's on Mondays. Yeah, yeah good. But, you, oh, know, nice. we're, you know, we're a month out from the season, but... Buzz is he had any gossip buzz in his ready to go? Shush, oh. Does he do a shush in column he, or something? No, in his column today, he's got the Bears. We'll be back. Oh, really? Oh, you'll be happy with him then, today. He, he did a sit down with PVL, and Peter has mentioned that the Bears possibly could be a part of the, the league going forward. So interesting to hear Buzz's take on that. A lot of support out there for the Bears, you know. Bring it on. Love to see, not as a standalone, and it you know, yeah. pains to say, not as a standalone Sydney but team. But they were never looking as a standalone no, no. either. The, you know, reality mm. is that it's never going to be another team in Sydney. No. So in some sort of iteration with a new club slash franchise, could the Bears be involved, which is what they've been obviously trying to place themselves as you know, a new license is eventually handed out. And there it is, back page of the Daily Telegraph. Buzz reveals Volandi's plan to revive the Bears, crack the US and grow NRL into our billion-dollar baby is the headline there. And it's on the back page of the Courier-Mail as well, billion-dollar baby, as he speaks to Buzz exclusively a month out from the start of the new season. And, uh, well, he's talking about with the expansion situation, as Loz mentioned. He said that PNG is the favourite, by the way, and we spoke about that last week with all that government funding and support. Uh, Peter Volandis acknowledges that PNG is the favourite, but acknowledges that the Bears have to be in the equation and potentially part of a new team. Now, Volandis also thinks in 10 years' time, we will have 20 teams. Uh, and, I mean, the AFL's about to go to 19. Uh, with the Tasmania side, but that's not until 2028, to be fair. Uh, but you know, we have to have the population and pathways yeah. in particular. Pathways is the big it. one, Mido. That For me, it's it's the pathways. That's where you're getting your players from. Um, there's no doubt that league is very popular at the moment. And if it continues on this growth and trajectory, I think they could sustain 20 teams, depending on where you place them as well. I think that obviously PNG is in line. There's been a lot of talk about Perth. There's been a lot of talk about possibly um, uh, another team up there in, in, in Brisbane, I think the Western Corridor. Uh, you've also got um, you know, South Island of New Zealand. So there's a lot of options available but they've just got to make sure when they go there, everything is in place for long-term success. You don't want to have a team come in and then struggle, um, not financially, but just struggle for numbers and support. So um, I think the way that the game is 
run today, clubs uh, are, ve- are very uh, viable and, and, and financially stable because of the grants that they get from the NRL. Um, but I think there's a lot of support out there for the Bears coming back into the competition in some way, shape or form. Uh, back page of the telly as well. Uh, our man Bulldog, he's now an aviation expert as well, by the way. And what's the Roosters conspiracy theory start again here after this one? The headline is Roosters dream run to Vegas. And Bulldog reporting on here, well, the plane they are going to be travelling on is some new age fancy plane. Uh, it's what a Boeing 7879 Dreamliner, which uh, has lower cabin altitude, less turbulence, uh, new filtration, better humidity, and less fatigue is quoted in this less story. Less turbulence. Le- <laughs> right. Yeah. There Fair you go. Enough. So the roosters, they are floating on a cloud to Vegas, basically. <laughs> Conspiracy theories, here oh, we go. Oh Good story, doggy. Good story. So what are they saying? The others are going on a single well, engine plane they or something, go, are they? Like, single single like, propeller yeah. while the roosters are on the yeah. A380. The old Fokker 49 or whatever they used to call them. Flying to Vegas. <laughs> you, you would, oh, and, and you know what? I'm not even going to go here. It's less name, turbulence. Man. I wonder how we can guarantee yeah. less turbulence. I love this. I'm just going to quote a couple of... Why would of they not fly together. all together? Or teams. Don't know. Uh, as Bulldog reports. We'll ask him later in the week. Boeing's Are they flying flight. economy? Mm. Are they flying business? Oh. Are they flying first? No, no, business class. Or business class. Business class. So he's okay. stating the so website, they can't Bulldog, all be. They, you wouldn't imagine they could all fit no. four teams on one no. plane. But it's pretty simple, you would have thought. And I would imagine <laughs> that there's a lot of bigger fish mm. than the NRL players flying internationally on a daily basis for very important mm. functions, sports, Diplomatic media. work? Yeah, like I just think, like that, uh, getting off the plane feeling fresh is everyone's dream and goal, but flying is flying. Yeah, no matter. Uh, you can no sit. Matter. No well, matter what you're sitting in, I've what sampled you're flying them all. In. I've yep. sampled them all. Yep. And flying is still On a long distance flying. flight, Mate, you still get off the plane Jet lag tied. is still jet lag. Yep. Being in the air for that amount of time is being in the air for that amount of time. So what's the website state? What's he what's he well, called of? Yep. Uh, but I like his thing. Let me bring this back. Uh, the website, so the Boeing website. Qantas have made a new jet. Says the, the Dreamliner. The Roosters. Says, well, I'll, I'll just quote a couple of lines here. Uh, the 787 cab is wider than that of the airplanes it replaces. So passengers enjoy more personal space, both physically and visually. And the cabin architecture creates a strong sense of spaciousness. Uh, there's better lighting, more adjustable LED lighting. So that provides more lighting choices to create a relaxing environment. What about this less turbulence situation, though? Are you buying that? I can't buy the less turbulence because I don't oh think God. whatever plane you... It might be less turbulence than... If you're flying like, a good, like flying a a good day, plane. flying a yeah. good day, there's less turbulence. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. By the way, Boeing hasn't had... Go and watch the Netflix documentary if you haven't seen it. Jeez. Mate, anyway. walk into BMW, that's what they say about their four-wheel drive. Walk into Mercedes, yeah, exactly that's what they right. say about their four-wheel drive. Come on. Mm. The Roosters are getting their own jet made. <laughs> they're, they're always got an advantage, the Roosters. <laughs> getting their own jet made. Now, I, for, I think it's going to make a difference. <laughs> first multi of 2024 loss yeah. provided by you. Unbelievable circumstances. Well, nobody lost. 
that was that's a win. The good part. Mm. Well, the one loser was James McDonald. I saw uh, Jay McRide yesterday in Hong Kong. Yeah, so that's good. He recovered after yeah. you know having some issues getting aboard celerity in it, into the gates and suffered a foot injury and couldn't I can ride stop for the rest them. of the I day. I can stop horses running. <laughs> I can stop jockeys participating. I can stop a multi. I don't know why or how I do it, but I've got these special powers. <laughs> well, Solcoats finished second. Yeah. Uh, so it held up its end of the bargain, but that was later in the day. And celerity, which we needed to run top two as well, uh, unfortunately didn't get out of the gates, was scratched, mm. which means our punters got their cash back. Mate, I'm on that horse at 101 to win the slipper. Well, now qualify. Well, it's going to, well, you know, team get off it all change its plans. No, it could still qualify. It could still have to win a couple there. of races, well, though. exactly right. And then go into the slipper. Mm. Mm. So that was a blow on that front for Godolphin. But luckily, thankfully, J-Mac, yeah, seems to have recovered after he ended up missing, well, yeah, he was stood down or stood himself down for the rest of the day there at Rose Hill on Saturday. Uh, but give us a call. Heroes and Villains, as always, on a Monday, thirteen fifty-three dollars $100 gift card to give out to the best contribution this morning on the text line, 0419767272. And uh, keep them coming in thick and fast. We've got Jay's Whale uh, is a nomination from Stephen at Wagga for his 209 for India against England and has made Mossy's football multi his villain. Oh, poor Mossy. Uh, like all us Liverpool fans, will be uh, pretty grim this morning. Uh, also, hero Benji Marshall saying the right things, making the right moves. Hopefully it translates on the field. Villain Steve Smith, second last over, green quarter single. Smith sent him back uh, to score the final runs next over and ruin Pup's $8 tip of green highest bat. Cost me a small mm. fortune. Hopeful Tiger talking through your kick there, Hopeful Tiger. And as you should... Uh, that is unfortunate. Yeah, Puppy did tip Cameron Green high bat on Friday for the first one day. Mm. And I think he got 76 and Smith ended up with 79. Uh, so, so I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Second doesn't count. When you give it, you know, seven to one tip, it nearly comes now. through.